another day. All right, let's ride. Salutations, welcome one, welcome all to No Plan This Ride Podcast. I actually forgot which episode this was. I don't know if it's 94, 95. Also, my apologies, I was sick last week, and rather than clear my throat and cough all into this microphone, I decided to just move on and let that week go by and try to let myself recuperate a little bit before I got back to this podcasting thing. Now, from that, from me being sick, I went on to go to work and be gone for about five days, so I really don't know what happened throughout the week in news except for the big things that I just saw. I came back, I want to say Friday night, and I've been trying to catch up to the real world for the last two or three days. My body's feeling the effects of stress that I got going on at work for being in a new environment and coming back into the household trying to integrate and not come off too strong, which I think I've been doing a terrible job at, but it's something that I might have to work on, reintegrating into the family life since I was away and not coming home and being a jerk. I've been doing terrible at that, but I'm going to do my best to, to make it right with the time I got left before I'm gone again in preparation for me moving to Japan. But welcome one, welcome all for everybody has been listening. This is No Playing This Ride. This is 94 or 95. I'm still blackout. I apologize, like I said, for being sick. And what a fucking week. I was gone and I come back to just bullshit. So first and foremost... One time for everybody in the Bahamas affected by Hurricane Dorian. Number two, one time for everybody affected by this idiot and this truck driving around shooting people out in West Texas. And number three, one time for Kevin Hart. It just came across my phone a few minutes ago that he was in a pretty serious car accident and has major back injuries. I hope it's not what I'm thinking it has a possibility to be, but I'm not trying to speak that into existence. I'm thinking he's going to be out there laughing, walk around, doing whatever he's, going to, he's been doing in the past. Once again, that's what I'm hoping for, at least. Because there's been a lot, of, a lot of bad news, and I just don't want that to be um, one more thing that happens to somebody. Because even though I have been completely overwhelmed by his presence, I'm glad I've been completely overwhelmed by the presence of Kevin Hart. Just out there trying to make his money and make people laugh and hopefully putting some other people on. I'm... I'm glad that he's in my face as much. That means he's being successful. And as a black person who watched him from come up from soul playing to where he is now, I think it's fantastic that he's reached the heights that he has now. So big shout out to him. And hopefully he gets through this 100% back to normal with no long-lasting long-term injuries. And he can continue making the comedy and building his brand as he's done these past few years. It's been a hard road for that man. And I hope he gets back to where he was at. Now, for the people affected by the hurricane, do what you got to do. If you got to leave, if you ain't left yet, you're already too late. If you, Especially if you're from Jacksonville, Florida. If you ain't left, it's too late. I hope you went out and got water and everything like that. My father, I called him. He's in Florida. I said, hey, what's going on? He said, I already went and got all this stuff out the way. I'm not going nowhere. I went and got everything I would need while I was, while I was watching it. So I wouldn't be out there running around trying to go to the store and I'm not running the risk of getting stuck on the highway, not near a hospital. 
And as I always do, I respected my father's decision. I was like, okay, well, as long as you got a plan and as long as you're safe, I can't argue that. Like, hit me up and let me know what's going on. And that's what he's going to do. Now, if you are not a forward-thinking person like my father who sat through 20, 30 years of hurricanes in Florida, you might want to get your shit together because who knows how this is going to turn out. Last time we didn't think it was going to hit Jacksonville. The shit hit Jacksonville and flooded a lot of downtown last year. So hopefully people got their stuff together enough this year to be prepared for that. And there's water, there's food already stored. Hopefully we learned the lessons that have that we were taught last year. And if not, man, I wish you luck because I really would hate to see my state go through that again. And I know it's, it's right in the path of all the hurricanes. We know hurricane season is big there, but that doesn't mean that I'm apathetic to what, what goes on, even when we're not living there. Like, I could, I could have been back there in this time frame visiting home. There could be me potentially stuck there. So I just really hope that it doesn't hit us or anybody, but I really hope it doesn't hit my hometown just because, you know, I got loved ones there, as any person would naturally want their hometown to be safe, unless you're a pretty bad person. So, Dorian, take your ass back out to see you leave the islands alone and go and die off in peace and leave everybody alone. That's what I'm hoping for. Perfect world. But if not, hope you're prepared. If you're going to stay in the state of Florida, be prepared next time because this shit ain't going away. That's just the pattern of weather, the pattern of weather in that area. It happens. We know it's going to happen. Protect yourself at all times. Now, for this, this person who, who committed this um, act, I just... At this point, I don't know what to say, except that human beings are terrible. Like, there's a lot of us that are out there for good, but there's a percentage of us in the world that have something going on that makes us do terrible things. So I come home to the news that there's an idiot riding around in the car shooting people. There's drive-by mass shooting is what they're calling it. I don't know what propelled this thought into this man's brain, I don't know what the why is. I just know that he went out there and went on a fucking rampage. From what I read or heard, it was supposed to be over a traffic stop. Then after that, homeboy went berserk. I can't call it. I don't know what it is that makes people do these things. There's, there's got to be something going on in the world. I don't know if there's something in the water. I don't know what it is. I'm interested to see what the media is going to try to tie this to and if it can actually be tied to anything. Because this, I don't... I don't know if this is a gun control issue or just a people issue in this situation. I don't know because while I want stricter gun control because I don't like these weapons getting to the street, this situation, I think it's just this person just had some shit going on to where they either just want, really want to do something and they did it or they are crazy and they panicked and they were like, fuck it, if I'm going out, I'm going to go all the way out. I'm going to make sure these people kill me because whatever I got to hide that's in this car is too much for me to let be displayed publicly. That's the only thing I can assume because why would you go all out for a simple traffic stop if that's the case? If you're not trying to commit suicide by cop. I don't know. To me, it seems strange and crazy. And that's, I don't know how else to interpret it <laughs> to be to be honest, I don't know how to interpret it. This is it's sick. And I, I, I go on further to see I'm scrolling through my Facebook feed, you know, getting back into social media after a five-day break. And uh, I see a video of this woman and her husband walking with their kids. They I don't, they may have been a couple. I'm not even sure. And then out of nowhere, 
this woman comes out and stabs the kid in the face with a knife. Stabs both of the kids. Stabbed a little, what looked like a little boy twice in the face. Started to go back, and then once the man said something, she kind of faked him out and stabbed the little girl, and then just kind of walked off. And the guy tried to give the little girl to the mother to go get her, and she turned around and pulled that big-ass knife out. He thought about it, and personally, like, I know we never, we say we what we would do in the situation, never fully knowing having, having it not happen to us. But I feel like she would have had to kill me. I would have done my best to beat her the fuck up. These are the words I'm saying as a person who watched that shit happen on video. Like, it would have took more of you waving than you waving that knife at me than for me to just let you walk off. And I don't know how much further there is to the video, but I would have walked you down, ran on the, the other side of you and punched you in the head. I'd have done something to you to let you know that you should never do this to somebody else again. Like, at you went and purposely harmed my child. It's beyond calling the police at that point. The man, the father, and me would have had to physically have done something to you, woman or not. I would have had to hurt you in that instant. I, there's no way. Because you can't rationalize that. You can't at all. I don't know what happened. I'm just telling you what I believe in, in, to the bones, to my soul, to my mind, my heart, whatever you want to call it. To What I believe I'd have done, it would have been bad. But I also think, like, where did the anger come from? Why is this woman out here doing that? Has she been evaluated? And for me, I don't, even if you are crazy, like, that shit don't have no bearing on my reaction to it. You've already done it. It's one of those things where they said you can't, you can't slap somebody and be mad when they punch you if they stab you because you slapped them already. Regardless of what caused you to do it, you did it. So you can't really be upset when that person reacts the way they do. And this is definitely a situation where I feel that applies. Like, I don't know what the hell was wrong with this person. It just makes me feel like, um, what's that old MTV cartoon, Daria, where they had this show called Six Sad World? It's real. It's, it's right now. It's right now to the point that we have an actress, Deborah Messing, calling out anybody who donated to the um, to the president, apparently he had a they had a dinner, or I want to say it's a donation dinner, but some some sort of dinner in Beverly Hills, and she was like, "Hey, make the list public. The people have a right to know." So what did he do? Being super sensitive, he attacks her like, "Oh, when I was doing the Apprentice on NBC, you walked up to me, thanked me, and you even called me sir." That led to Scary Moochie coming in and saying, "At the time, you were worthy of being called sir." Like this, like, this is a fine person. Please stop attacking citizens. At the time, you were worthy. At this point, you are not. And it just looks real, real bad. It looks real bad. And I, I'll, I always have to, to look at people a little different. And I, I know I say this a lot, but when you are willing to back a person who's had people who have been close to them say that they, are, they have changed, that they are trash, they are, I won't say trash, when you've had people close who have been close to these individuals say they're a bad person, say that they have changed from what they knew and the way they're acting, and you still blindly support them to me, I have to look at you with a degree of disrespect. Because what type of person can still bend their mind to support something that people who have been close to and side with have said is foul? I have to look at you with a, with a certain degree of disrespect because I mean just human nature would would make you think that 
this is a bad sign. And it only makes me feel like you have pushed your judgment, your better judgment aside in order for your opinion to be right. You lack objectivity, personal opinion. I was a fan of Obama's character. I have not seen, I won't say it hasn't happened, I have not seen, heard, or read a lot of people coming, anybody really coming out of his, uh, what's the word, I'm looking for the word, of his presidency, I'll say, saying that he was a, a foul individual. Not one, haven't seen not one. If I'm wrong, somebody please point me in the right direction. I don't want to be the person saying things and what I can be easily proven wrong, but it's something I haven't seen, read, or heard. On the flip side, the president we have now, that's all you seem to hear. I didn't see people going to jail on their Obama because of stupid shit like campaign fraud. It's fraud. White-collar crimes that we know happen in the business world. I just haven't seen it. The only person close to that that I could see being having any trouble with the law is Hillary Clinton. And that was her own, as far as more, that was her own thing. You know what I mean? That was her own accusation, but she didn't end up going to jail. Maybe because of who she was, whatever. But people around this motherfucker, oh, all the motherfuckers went to jail. And more are probably going. But it just depends on what you watch. We watch the economy. We watch all the tariffs on China. The tariffs are working. But then the Dow drops 800 points. And I'm like, well, the Dow dropped. Everybody's panicking. My thing is, who's going to buy that? Who knew? You blaming the Fed. Okay, blame the Fed. I'm not mad at blaming the Fed. They're not federal. They're eating. They live. They they eat off this. They adjust to, they adjust to interest rate and all that shit. They okay. Blame the Fed. I'm with that. But you with the tariffs and shit ain't don't really seem to be helping. And that was your strong point, the economy. But now, you are out here arguing with an actress, because she wants to know who's donating. And I think that's fair because if you want to call out Hollywood all the time. Then go to a Beverly Hills fundraiser. I just, I got to know. I want to know who I shouldn't support. And the, the amount of sensitivity around anything says, anytime somebody says anything about you, it makes me feel like, hey, man, you got a whole lot to hide because you're really trying to deflect. If you weren't, you know, savvy enough to just let it go by, something's got to be going on. You should have people for this. This shouldn't be your fucking job. But hey, maybe it's maturity. I don't know. I really don't. I just have to sit here and I don't have to. I choose to sit here and try to be uh, involved and, and pay attention. And I don't know if that's adding to me feeling like trash right now. But I can't say that it's not. You know what I mean? Like what you ingest can definitely affect you, I believe. If all you got is negative t negativity to look at, I mean, it is what it is. And that, unfortunately, the news is like mostly negative. I come home and see the, uh, the Bahamas all jacked up, seven people killed, like 20 people shot up, hurt or injured. This man shot a 17-month-old girl in the face. Now, whether he meant to or not, he still did it out here acting a damn fool. But this is the stuff that is being normalized because our society 
is wild. Like even something as simple as birds going extinct. I, I log in to the interwebs only to see that the little blue bird, the, the blue macaw parrot from Rio, extinct. You would think like, hey, after the movie, there'd be some type of effort to preserve these birds. Yeah, in animation, but in real life, they're gone. You got fires in the Amazon and shit. Motherfuckers arguing about chicken sandwich. Y'all forgot that Popeyes paraded that black woman around like she was a fucking kitchen slave for years. Remember Mama's chicken? Well, yeah, y'all running over there to buy that damn chicken sandwich. I just don't understand. I just don't understand. There's got to be a better way to do things. But hey, you know, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe there's not a better way. Maybe this is just where we're stuck at. And we got to just work through this as a society because the things that are happening, <laughs> the things that are happening, they just seem to fit the mood. You know, it seemed to fit perfectly for the time frame, the energy that's around our country and shit, maybe the world. It just seems like a foul, foul energy. Like there's a black cloud just hovering over. It's weird. And I'm just trying to sift my way through it. I'm trying to get it right myself. I, I, you know, I'm at my new job and I'm facing new challenges, new supervisor, new subordinates. And I'm just trying to figure it all out because I walked into some bullshit. And now it's on me to fix it because that person no longer works there. So I got to be the one to kind of pick it up and fix it. At the same time, I'm getting extra shit handed to me here and there. And it's just like, damn, well, what do I do? Along with having to help out and put together things to make this move happen. So I'm having a lot of stress in my own life. Not to mention what's happening externally. The smart thing to do to me would seem to be just to ignore it, but I got an inquisitive nature. I got to know what's going on, what's being talked about. I got to be able to have a an in, somewhat informed role in conversation. So what do I do? <laughs> I kind of I just let myself be a part of the suffering and go forward. But hey, man, it just is. And I hope at some point we figure it out but we too busy going back and forth on, you know, social media, shit, even in real life, and having conversations that turn out, you know, not so good, not so bad, somewhere in, the, in between, but at least we're talking about shit. At least we're, we're discussing things and, and getting our opinions out there and just kind of getting it off your chest. That's even me with the young man, the young black dude that I disagree with a lot of times on politics, we still agree on some points. And it's not even his politics, it's his packaging of his message. And to be honest, it's like I respect him more now than I did when I was actually around him because all I saw was the childish goofball version of him. But this is letting me see something else. So even while I disagree with his method, I love the fact that he's talking about it and he has a lot of points behind it. A lot of it still sounds to me like the same old shit. We have a difference of opinion, but hey, man, still sharp and still, baby. And it's good to see him even engaged. To be honest, does he go down that same old black conservative road? Yeah, he does. But the thing is, he's talking about something other than bullshit. And I can appreciate him talking about something other than bullshit. Because it's not enough of that. I just don't understand 
what the target is. Is it people that already agree with you or people that you disagree with that you want to keep disagreeing with? Because it's, it's like I always say, hey, I think more people should be in the middle. So I just say, hey, man, whatever you whatever you feel like, feel like, but maybe look at something different. Don't just watch Fox News. Watch CNN. Don't just watch CNN. Look at Fox News every now and then. Look at HLN. Look at MSNBC. Try to watch fucking PBS. Watch your local news. And just kind of see what's going on. Fucking read. If that's your thing. Do what you got to do. But just try to get all sides of it, baby. Don't be, don't be so one way about it. Be open-minded. And if somebody has a way to prove you wrong, hey, man, whatever. You learn something. So at least he's doing that. I just wish he would. It's selfish of me to wish that he would think the way I'm thinking. And at the time I knew him, I was too immature to to handle his immaturity. And I feel like now I'm doing a better time at being mature enough to handle what I see as his immaturity with his packaging of his message. I don't mind him saying shit. I just wish he would make it. How I feel would be more effective if that makes sense. Hey, bring people in. You're pushing people away from some shit you're saying that's good. Bring them in. Don't push them away. Remember marketing, marketing, marketing. What are you trying to do? What's your goal? And from what I got from him, his goal is to, to make people think by maybe if I win an argument or I control a little bit. I don't. I just think it's misguided. What do you really want? You want reaction or you want... Or you want a reaction, I guess. You want a reaction... Or you want a momentary reaction or you want a long-lasting reaction? You want an effect? Or do you want to start a trend? A long-term trend? I don't know. And that's how I feel about a lot of those folks. I, I say it on here multiple times. I'm, I'm just trying to figure it all out because there's so much negativity out there. Trying to find something positive. People spin it like... Even with the Jay-Z situation, with the situation with him in the NFL, motherfuckers find a way to, to make it to make it something bad. And they always do that, especially when it comes to Jay-Z, because he's polarizing. Some people love him, some people hate him, some people, eh, some people just don't like him. And for me, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, well, as a, as a fan, I can be biased and look at the other side of this. But I ask people who say he did something wrong by partnering with the NFL, what was the next step? What, what do we do next? Especially if you sit there and watch college football and watch motherfuckers play football for free. And they getting the bullshit scholarship and they can they 230, 240, 50, 300 pounds can barely feed themselves. You sit there idly by and watch that shit and watch them do that for free. But you got an issue with what Jay-Z's doing with the National Football League, employing black people, potentially becoming an owner. I just want, I just want to understand what's the problem. Now they got a problem with this with this man saying something along the line. Well, he said black fathers not being in the household made basic basically say he basically said black fathers not being in the household may cause young black men to react badly to authority coming from outside of the household. What he's saying is your father's not there, you become the man of the house, in a sense, because there's nobody else there. So when you go out into the street and you got a motherfucking police officer, more than likely a white man, telling you what to do, telling you that you a knucklehead, you're going to be a little bit resistant to that. To me, that 
luckily for me, that's not my experience. My father was in the house, but I can understand and see that. We have lots of evidence that people without fathers, young black men without fathers, end up in the criminal justice system. I can... <laughs> I won't, You know what? I'm not going to do that. But I'm just saying, pay attention to the trends. That's all I'm going to say. You look in these fucked up neighborhoods with families that are that are cut in half and parents that ain't around and these these young people that go out to the road into the street with no role model i mean hey i've had people close to me with fathers get in trouble but i've also had people without fathers get in trouble more than likely they got in trouble i won't name them but i have personally seen friends without fathers struggle throughout life because that father figure wasn't there or they've had multiple people filling that role. And it's not to slight their mothers. It's just that mama got to have a life too. She's going to go out. She's going to date. She's going to meet people. Just, she has to, they have to find the right person. If they don't stick, they don't stick. So I don't I don't have an issue with it. Like I'm not trying to say nothing fucked up about it. I'm just saying that's his life. You don't go out there and hit a home run with everybody you meet. And if you have kids, that makes it a lot more difficult. Especially if they... If you out there meeting quality people and they're hanging around for a little bit and they're not just there to dip it. If they're around for a little bit and it don't work out, well, of course, them and those children have bonded. But they don't always last. But I, I think he, he had a definite point. Like, man, look, we got to be home. And all he did was hold black fathers accountable. Like, hey, be in the household. You don't like seeing black boys out there getting fucked with by the police in a situation where we get shot in the fuck up by the police? Fucking be there. That's all he said. If you really want to put a button on that shit and wrap it all up, all he did was hold black people accountable. That's it. That's it. But everybody mad at home. But like I said, when he was putting up money for Lil Wayne, when he was paying for lawyers for Meek, when he donated to Columbine, when he donated to Katrina victims, when he was employing all these black and Latino people, there was no issues. None. But now, there's issues. I'm just trying to understand where the energy comes from. When he's giving us all this game, and everybody's like, yeah, 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 it's about business. What do you want the man to do? Do you, do you want the man to not go forward with business? Is he supposed to stop what he's doing to make Colin Kaepernick happy? I don't understand. I thought the mission was to go forward, onward, upward. Or am I wrong? I'm just really confused right now. Somebody let me know something. But I support it, man. I support Hov and everything he's doing. Keep being the example. Because the people close to him, the people in those circles, I ain't seen nothing bad being said. That's just me. But yeah, it's been a it's been a it's been a wild week. I gotta find something positive to search for, man. And it's you know, being around the family is just that. So I'm gonna get back to just doing that. I'm about to take my ass home and just go be around my family, man. Just go be around my family. Cause I think that's the the way to get me happy. I just had to come and do what makes me feel good. Have to go do this podcast, man. From 
feels, I feel better already. I had a lot of stress in my life. I feel like I just came and unloaded it all into this microphone. And maybe that's what I needed. Maybe that's why I was feeling off. Maybe that's why my balance wasn't balanced. Maybe I need to work in, on learning how to align my chakras and, and meditate. Maybe I should do that. Because it's about to be a whole lot more stress coming my way. And that's it, man. I'm, I'm shutting it down, man. Hey, man. Change the world, man. Start with yourself. Change the world. Pick up that piece of trash. Make that person smile. Leave the argument peacefully. Come back to it if you got to. But learn something, man. Let's make the world a better place. Show a little bit of love. It's been a rough week. But I'm, I'm up to the task. You are too, man. We're going to push through. We're going to get it cracking. We're going to live. We're going to learn. And we're going to grow. And that's the important part. Live, learn, grow. Teach the next one. All that good stuff. Y'all be real, be chill out there, man. One life, one love. Peace.